Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, today is March 4, 2022. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Ready and MPC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. So if you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on and let our team know that you're a newcomer. Uh, so in that way, we normally prioritize the newcomers who have never asked the question before. Ivan? Yes, I wrong. Um... So my question is regarding uh, 485J. Um, I have a pending for 485 for 20 months now, and I'm mm-hmm. 140. And um, I recently moved from company A to company B. Um, okay. So and- what your I-140 is approved, you said, is right? Yes, it's approved. And what's the priority date? It's... Um, 2020, um, uh, July, I guess, July or June. Which country you're from? Uh, Iran. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so I and, and, and when did you file the 485, you said? Uh, July t- 2020. Okay, go ahead. So I recently moved to company B. Um, they are preparing my 485J but I, I got uh, another uh, position in company C mm-hmm. and I was wondering if I can move to company C right now and directly file 485J with them or? Absolutely, you can do so. Okay, so I can skip company B's 485J. You are absolutely good. No problem with that. Okay, so the, in the interview, they're not saying that if the company B was supporting your 485? No. It doesn't re- not require to support it. If okay. your company C is supporting, you're in good shape. Okay, thank you so much. Next person, please. Hi, you, Shane. Hi. So I recently just got uh, approved, selected for the H-1B visa. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering before the October 1st, uh, can I... Uh, work for another company, like transfer to another company before the approval of the petition? So you got selected with company A? Yes. For H-1B? Yes. And which company you are, are you working right now? I am not working for any of these rest, uh, companies right now. Okay. So you're not working with company A? No. You're not working for any company? Uh, no, not right now. But uh, well, I got was- selected for uh, working for company A. You got selected for working comp- company A 
on the H1B, that for sure you told yes. me that. Yes. Okay, go ahead with your question. Yeah, so uh, I got selected with company A, but I had not started working uh, for the mm -hmm. company yet. So I was mm -hmm. wondering if a company, I could transfer to company B before uh, starting. When you say transfer to company B, are you speaking about the employment? Are yeah. you speaking about the H1B? Uh, I'm speaking about the employment as well as the H1B. No, you cannot transfer the H1B okay. unless the company A files the H1B, gets mm -hmm. the H1B approval, and then you wait until October 1st to transfer to company B. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But if you just want to, since you're not working with company A, if you want to start working with company B, mm -hmm. do you have a work permit to work for company B? Uh, no, I do not. What visa status you are in? Uh, right now, I just finished up my OPT. If you finished up the OPT, when did you finish up the OPT? Uh, with the separate company. So right now... Uh, when? What's the date you finished up the OPT? Yeah, uh, it was just a few days ago at March 26th. And now you got selected in the lottery. So you cannot be employed with company B right now. Okay, gotcha. You cannot be employed because you don't have a work permit. You mm -hmm. filed a STEM extension or anything like that? Oh, no, I am I do not qualify for STEM uh, because of my major. My major only has now one. You, so you cannot work with company B for sure. You cannot. Okay, uh, but so okay. I have to start with company A before I can transfer to company B. A company has to get the H-1B approval mm -hmm. and then you have to still wait for October 1st before you transfer to company B. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Thank you, then. Thank you. Next person, please. Rishi? Hi, hi Raul. My question is kind of similar to his question. So basically, I'm currently working with company A. I've been working mm -hmm. with them since one year and one month. My mm -hmm. H-1B got selected in the lottery, the recent lottery. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. current employer, Company A, has not filed for my H1B. Basically, so you got select, you got selected with Company B. No, I got selected with Company A that I'm currently working for. Okay. Yeah, and now I want to move to a new employer. I don't want to be with my current firm. Uh, and so I was, and I mean, I, I want to probably start that like next month. So, and the new firm is willing to sponsor me. So, is it possible no. to kind of transfer my H1B? No, you uh, can't transfer. The H-1B is selected to the company. It is not your name that got selected. It is selected okay. with a company name called Coca-Cola, though. Yeah. Only Coca-Cola can file H-1B. Pepsi cannot file it. So let's say if Coca let's say my company, you know, let's say Coca-Cola files for the H-1B petition, and uh, and I I kind of accept my new offer from company B. Uh, mm -hmm. Can I start the transfer process before October first? No. Because you're not on H-1B until October 1st. Only on October 1st, you can apply for the transfer. And if a Coca-Cola withdraws your application by October 1st, you are doomed. Uh, okay, I mean, I, I get that. But let's say I, I'm in a good relationship with my employer. I move to the new firm in May. I They file for my H-1B. I come back and work with them in Oct from October 1st to let's say October 7th. And I move back to you know my new employer. So is that legal? Hypothetically, hypothetically, that can be workable, but they may question the quality of Coca-Cola. If they really had a genuine job opportunity, it may be questioned though. 
they, okay. they do have the opportunity the only thing is so that as long as that's fine you can they only worried have... about they only worried about perjury issues yeah it is up to them to do it though they may be concerned about it because if you if they know that you're going to come and leave in one week yeah they should not they should not file okay because it's it's uh, like that that might be a red mark for them in the future yeah that's right okay all right okay. thanks rahul yeah next right. person please sujit hi rahul uh so uh, i filed uh, ead from h4 ead for my wife in the month of october mm-hmm. uh, i still did not receive any response from uscis mm-hmm. now i got an offer from company b mm-hmm. and um, if i move to company b uh, what is the situation of ead is do we need to start that again or when is when is the h4 expiring or h4 ead expiring Uh, is the first time i ever applied for the h4 ead this is the first time i applied h4 ead for her when, oh previously what visa she is in h4 she was so on you h- just apply so you just applied for ead right now yes my my i140 approved on last year uh, august so as soon as my i140 is approved i applied for h4 ead for my wife uh, in the month of september but i still did not receive any response from us when is the h4 expiring uh, august 2022 okay yeah um i anyway you only applied ead until august 2022 though i want you to apply for h4 plus ead when you move to the next company so that that is going to start the process from beginning again uh, the previous or we can yeah. unfortunately uh, you can try to do the interfiling and try to see if you can get the h1b h4 ead approval until your next h1b approval but it's very hard sometimes they may not do it okay so it's going to be a new h1 h4 ed process again yeah okay sounds good thank you the time limit will take that time yeah you're right i mean they may give an approval for you until august though okay 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 next okay. person please satya hi ravi sir um my pd is 2012 feb i applied mm-hmm. for all 37651314485 back in november mm-hmm. um my biometric was done last december i mm-hmm. unfortunately had to flew to india because of the mm-hmm. my father health condition Uh-oh. i'm back um mm-hmm. my first question is is something happened i, I filed with my wife too so it's depend upon me uh, mm-hmm. is there something happens her application because i flew outside of the country and she's depend upon me first of all how did you come in back into usa uh, with h1b visa well nothing happened to your application the only thing that happened with your application you said your advance parole is not approved is it right right at the most they'll deny your advance parole but your wife's advance parole will still be approved okay so both 765 and 485 are not being impacted because i moved outside of the country no, sir no okay. sir it's not impacted Should so, okay, I... 765 and 765 and uh, 765 and uh, uh, 485 is not impacted advance parole may have been impacted okay. and for your wife nothing is impacted if she has not traveled just and why should i go ahead and file for uh, 131 the... again yeah go ahead file it it's okay. free anyway <laughs> thank you very much appreciate your help yeah wasu 
Hi, sir. Uh, good evening. Uh, thanks for doing this to us. Uh, I'll, I'll ask my quick question, sir. So I am current in both EB2 and EB3. So EB3, I am current and should I interfile or should I wait? One question, sir. And if I get GC quickly in EB2 after interfile, should I stick with my employer for six months or I can leave before six months? After you get the green card, you definitely can leave as soon as possible. You don't, you're not under any obligation of 180 days. Um, the first question, uh, Gayatri is going to give you a link. Should you interfile or should you refile? Uh, you need to you need to take a choice though. If you are my not, employer is not agreeing, I asked for it, sir. So only option is interfile or not. I would interfile if I were you. What is oh. your priority date? Uh, August 2012, sir. I will interfile if I were you. Okay. Thanks. Next person. Thank you again, sir. Next person, please. Arun? Sorry. Tarun? Chetan? Hi, Rahul. Hello? Y yes, Chetan, go ahead. Yeah, I had a question about the uh, birth certificate. Uh, so uh, I'm filing the adjustment of status and I got, uh, I got my birth certificate issued a new birth, uh, with the registration date, which is like recent, like like today. So apparently they didn't have the records and uh, they issued a new birth certificate. So since it's like not within one year of birth, um, should I go ahead and use it or I need to do the affidavit along with it to... Uh, I just want you to use the birth certificate. Okay. Okay. It, it's okay. Don't, that expl it is don't explain your American lawyer about all the things. Just give him the birth certificate. You won't even look into it. However, oh, okay. I want you to get the affidavits. Mm -hmm. I want you to get the alternative documents. Sure. Keep them. Don't give it to the lawyer. The Okay. Secondary certificate and the domicile. There you go. Just there keep you them go. ready. Keep them uh, ready. Okay. Just in case if there is RFE, you can supplement it at that time. Okay. If you submit it before that, they might the officer might get confused. Right. There you go. Officer like will get confused. And then they're, you're exactly right. Then they'll say, they'll ask more, more, and then we won't have anything at that time. All okay. Right. Oh, I thought like it was a guaranteed answer. RFE if, if it's not within one no, year. No, no. 95% of the time, there will not be an RFE for you. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, uh, so, and also one more question like that. The certificate that I got, it's a digital certificate. It has a signature. is like a printout. Basically, it does say at the bottom. Yeah, which, that, state, which state is this? This is uh, Maharashtra. Mm -hmm. it, at the bottom of the certificate, it says that this is a facsimile signature and as per law, this is okay. That's valid. good. That's good enough. That's good enough. That's good enough, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Then. Okay. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. I put a link there if you just want to follow the affidavits and the alternative documents. Next person, please. Prashant. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, I'm on L1B status and the same is getting maxed out by this July. Uh, give me year, one second, Prashant. Gayatri, can yeah. you make me, I, I can't send messages to other people. Can you check what's going on? Can you forward the message to everybody else? Sorry, go ahead. You go ahead, sir. Uh, as I just mentioned, I am on L1B status and the same is getting maxed out by this July. 
and my I-140 had to be approved. And this year I selected for H1. So I just wanted to understand if I give in H1, will it be like for one year or will they consider for three years first time? Um, you said your I-140 is not approved. Yeah. Uh, and you have used up the five years. Yeah. When is your five years expiring? By end of this July. What will be your status between July and October? I would be traveling back. I would be traveling to the Canada on a um, um, work permit for two, three months. And then you're going to get the stamping in Canada or India to come back? Yeah. Yeah, you'll only get one year. Okay, all right. Thank because you, for you to get the entire six years, you have to be out of the country for at least one year. So you're not. So you will only get one year. Next person, please. Romeo? Hello, sir. Um, just had a quick question. So I'm on an uh, F1 uh, visa right now, and my F1 visa expires on 9th of August. And so I'm planning on going to India for vacation. And I was planning on coming back on 7th August, which will be two days before my visa expires. Is is that okay? Or will that be a problem at, uh, at the customs? Um, it's like playing with a knife and putting a, putting a cobra in your bed, poisonous snow and sleeping with it and asking me, is it good? No, definitely not advisable if it's only two days left. How, um, how long before should I come? I would recommend at least three months. At least three months? Yeah. Okay. So I, sh so I shouldn't go because it's summer. So I was planning on uh, going My on intention, day. I understand. My intention is to keep you safe in this country. So right. just like the way, you, you know, I don't want you to play with the snakes in my domain field. Okay. You want to go into eating fried chicken and all those things. Okay. Those are your doctor's problem, not my problem. Right. Okay. 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 Next If you're a newcomer, put your camera on little team now, guys. Hi, sir. Uh, good evening. Uh, yes. Actually, I have two questions. Uh, one mm -hmm. question. Uh, my wife applied H4 uh, visa extension and EAD, both of them. And uh, we she has approved H4 until 24th June 2022. So, I mean, I hope we don't get by that time H4 or EAD. I mean, what is the best way to get her I-94 extension? Because she, she is working and uh, if she has to and work... your your H1B is already approved, is right? My H1 is approved, sir. Yes. Okay. I want you to watch this video. Uh -huh. I will go to Mexico and come back. Sure, sir. That is first question. And second question is, she is also working and uh, uh, she has another job offer from uh, company B and she is working for A. Did she can work multiple companies at the same time on H4 EAD? Absolutely, she can. She can. No issues. And even for California, it is permit. I mean, it's permissible, right? No issues with that, right? If she can yeah. work for multiple. You're absolutely right, sir. Sure, sir. Thank you so much for your help and time. Next, next person, please. Sandy. Um, hi. So, um, my, I, um, okay. So, a little bit of background. Uh, my H one B visa got picked. Uh, the petition got picked on November twenty twenty one last year. 
Uh, my company helped uh, help me submit it, like submit and file for the H-1B during uh, like early this year, February, January to February. And for what it's worth, uh, I, I'm not working right now because my OPT ended uh, mid-January. So my question is, um, if I get approved, can I start working right away or do I have to wait until this October 2022? Uh, so your, your OPT ended in January of 2020. 22. 22. Yes. And you filed the H-1B in February of 2022. Yes. And you applied to premium processing or what processing did you apply? Premium processing. What's going on with it? We're uh, in well, right now. Yeah, right now uh, they're asking for more evidence. And uh, point. no, ma'am, you will be you will be as soon as the H one B is approved, you will be eligible to work. You don't have to wait for approval. Yeah. Well, so my lawyer said otherwise, and it's like that's no. why right now I'm trying to get as much information no, as I can. No, no, you are not selected in the 2023 lottery. Mm -hmm. 2023 lottery just finished on March. 18. Right. This this month. You have been selected in 2022 lottery, which got selected in April, but there is a second time which you did not get selected. You got selected in the third time, but it yes. is still 2022 lottery, not 2023 lottery. So somewhere mm -hmm. there is a miscommunication between among your lawyer and your case where they didn't understood that you did not get selected for the 2023 lottery. You got selected in the 2022 lottery. Mm -hmm. So right. if you get a H-1B, and by the way, the start date on your H-1B application is not October 1st. If by any chance, though, that lawyer picked October 1st of 2022, they are doomed and your your H-1B will be denied. Okay, okay. Uh, but I don't think so because your RFE came in. RFE is not telling you that, so you, you should be good. So, so the, the I mean, I've, I, I basically found out that kind of mistake because I was looking at like the response that the lawyer uh, drafted to send back to USCSI, uh, you know, for the, like the, the request for evidence at RFE. So in mm -hmm. that document, it said, uh, you know, like, please grant me uh, the permission to work uh, starting October 1st, 2022. That's why I was like, Okay, so if this whoa, is... Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is that? October 1st, 2022. Yes. You're, not se you're, you're, you're selected in the previous lottery, so there's definitely an error. If, right. you got selected, if you got selected in October 2022, first started, you could not have filed the application in February. Okay, so should I, should I tell them to fix the day, like to, to yeah. basically change it to as yeah. soon as possible instead of October? Uh, no, 1st, no. What if, did you check into the H-1B petition what they wrote? Uh, I only have that uh, uh, the yeah, notice you, you of should action. Request, you should request them to change, ma'am. That does not look right at all to me. I'm, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? You should you should request them to change it. Okay, to change to change that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay thank you so much. Thank you. Next person, please. Vikas? Hi, um, so this question is uh, on behalf of my uh, cousin who is in India. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, we have like one of the employer have filed H1 for him and it got approved and his stamping is done recently in February. And uh, 
but it was an in-house project and this is the first time he's going to come to us so my question is um uh, he's thinking of um finding a job after coming to us uh, i mean after Ma'am, coming to us but we consider we consider the in-house project as fraudulent applications and you know what that is so we uh, do not recommend what's the company's name can you give the company's name what did you say what's the company's name what is company's the company's name? name yeah you said he got selected got the h1b stamped in the lot stamped in the passport is right uh huh what's the company's intellect name LLC. intellect llc okay but anyway you are telling that there is no project for him at all um yeah it was an in house project correct Th- that means that there is no project at all so that's everything is fraud i cannot promote it now okay yeah okay sorry about that next person please vadvallan what yes, will sir. happen this h1b c is that after 2 3 years this h1b gets a revoked that's where they end up into big trouble and they will never be able to live in this country though that's where the problem is we keep telling it but people for some reason the uscis approves these in house projects so easily only to knock them down at a later date next person please uh, hi rahul this is fadivelan yes. from new jersey so yes. uh, thanks for conducting this session it's uh, very helpful and i appreciate okay. it and uh, it's regarding my uh, current l1b case status uh, i'm in uh, i'm going to max out by 28th october 2022 so that would be 5 years uh, my extension was twice uh, approved by uh, uscis so uh, so, so you're maxing ex- out you're maxing out on october 2022 yes 28th october okay so okay so, you're done with l1b okay so the now like <laughs> my current situation is a uh, critical kind of uh, my wife uh, and myself we are expecting a baby and uh, the due date is 19th september and mm-hmm. we are in a situation that uh, i have my projects uh, till next year uh, mm-hmm. my h1b lottery didn't get selected this year and uh, my organization saying that they can move my l1a uh, application uh in a premium processing and get a status as soon as possible but it is to uh like kind of uh, i'm guessing it might be a 50 50 chance and uh with my current i94 uh date of 28 october 2022 can i uh extend my stay for two months due to the medical reasons uh like my uh, daughter like uh i have yeah. a yes yeah, you can of. file you you and your wife can file a b2 application based on the medical reasons for your wife and stick in this country for the next 3 months after october of 2022 if your l1a extension does not get approved so can i uh, apply my uh, b2 visa like it's like a change of status right uh, so mm-hmm. it is change of status so if it is that case when should i apply whether i need to apply within 6 uh, months before uh, of my l1b oh, no, no. query no 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 apply it in the last 10 days or 15 days you are in no hurry to apply right now or you can wait until the l1 ex- l1 extension l1a gets denied and then you can file it afterwards don't file it before the okay. l1 gets denied if your l1 gets approved we know that you we don't have to do anything is right Correct. if l1 gets denied you can file it before 
you can even file online too. When you file online, you just have to file your you and your wife separately. That's all. Sorry, my wife. You can even file online also. Uh, yeah, I can. When you file online. You'll have to pay double the fees, but it's probably worth sometimes because no mistake can be done, and you can file it on one week before your your I ninety four expires. So uh, I cannot work on that, right? So because like absolutely not, absolutely yeah. not. Okay, so uh, it doesn't like uh, affect my future US entry also, right? If I'm no, uh, it does not, it does not. They will look into the circumstances why you were lingering around in the country, especially if your wife is getting delivered in September. You can't take the baby who's like twenty days old. Correct. So yeah, that's good to until the baby grows to a, you know stage where the baby is able to travel. Yeah, okay. I can manage my finances, but I do. When I submit my application, do I need to show my all the finance status? And because my father-in-law, mother-in-law, they are traveling back here to take care of us, so they. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, you can just show the bank balance. They don't look into that much. Yeah, you can show the finances. And if my L one B is maxing out by twentieth October, and if I'm applying by five five to ten days before, uh, is it valid to stay in that time? Because uh, I yes, don't have a status. Yes, it is valid. It is valid to stay. Oh, okay. Next That's person, please. Clear. Thank you. Sandhya Rani. Hi Rahul, this is Bharat. Sorry. Yes, Bharat. Uh, thank you for attending my call. Sure. Uh, I'm working as a physical therapist in New York. My employers has signed me a contract for uh, applying an H-1B for me. So it's a three-year contract. Uh, does it? Uh, matter if i change employer between my contract with them or they can uh, they can give what does the contract what does the contract tell them it says uh, during the h1b term i had to only work with them i cannot leave the company like that yeah i'm not a contracts lawyer most of them are not enforceable though okay yeah. uh, i have been already with them before h1b also i was with them like two years yeah i would definitely recommend to contact this other lawyer we did a show with him I want you to contact this lawyer, though. Okay. Even yeah, uh, they wanted to apply. I one forty. I'll be paying the whole amount, but still, they want me to sign one more contract of three years more. Yeah, it may not be worth for you to stick with that company for that long. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Uh, okay. Next person, please. Shiv. Um, after Shiv, yeah. I'm going to go to questions. If you want to. Pose any questions? Please post it in um, in the chat, guys, to everybody. Then I can look into it. Though, if you post to Rahul, there are three Rahuls in there, so I don't get it. Shiv, go ahead. Yeah, uh, hi Rahul. So I have a question. So I got my EAD and AP, and uh, that is going to expire May 10th. So I applied uh, for renewal. So it's going to. I mean, my EAD uh, it got approved for until. This 20%. is adjust. Yeah. This is adjustment of status EAD. Yes. Okay. So until twenty twenty four EAD got uh, approved, but uh, still my AP is still pending. Mm -hmm. So uh, question is: So I'm my father first year anniversary is happening on May first. So I'm traveling to India. Uh, so. I am planning to come back uh, to US using my AP on May seven. I'll be landing on May seven. My AP is going to expire on May ten. So is that okay or is yeah? That's that fine. I don't see any problem. Yeah. And another thing, so uh, my I'm I just because of my wife uh, 
uh, adjustment of status i moved to h uh, ead and i'm no longer on h1b so if my my ead uh, sorry my eb2 becomes current uh, like my priority date is 2014 august so if my priority date becomes current so if i want to currently i'm on ead so if i want to make yeah become non immigrant and apply for uh, refile for eb2 category you have to get the h1b h4 and get the stamping done and come back and then apply for the refiling it may be worth for you to do interfiling rather than refiling okay so but uh, i mean i saw your previous videos uh, so i know I, but that's not you know it's very hard for you because you you have your your h1b expired is right yeah uh, it's not expired but i just moved uh, that uh, employer so i moved to ead and i'm working on yeah you cannot get the, back the you cannot do the margarita switch you have to have the new h1b applied from this company you have to go for stamping and come back oh otherwise uh, can i go for h4 uh, stamping i mean now i am going to india right so can i go for h4 stamping and uh, as and when it becomes current i can go to mexico or some other place and can come back on h4 that becomes non immigrant status or yeah you can do that if you want to but then it becomes non immigrant status but where is the ed with it so uh, once if i i mean i i i use that only until i landed yeah uh, it's it's yeah it's better that you speak with the lawyer it's a okay. bit complex though okay, okay. Uh, for this case uh, one one last question sir so if i i mean my still ap is still pending right so even though if i travel in between that uh, yeah you're fine you're fine ap will still be adjudicated it's only the first ap that will be denied Okay. the second ap okay. will be fine okay thank you sir yeah okay i'm going to go to the questions here guys okay i am here I, uh, sam i'm here on gc i want to marry and get spouse from india are there any alternative options of her to come into usa other than f2a h1 and l1 are one of the good options for her though yeah uh, that's those are very tough options though once you get an ead uh, currently working uh, remote on role employer is planning to initiate firm uh, on the same remote role location will the remote role location of office location when they filed firm um shekar i don't know if they if that company is a is a consulting company if the consult is it a if it's a if it's a consulting company i would want them to use the company address to file it because in the if it's a consulting company they normally put that you can work in any unanticipated locations if it's a permanent company also i still want them to use the permanent address rather than the remote address i do not want the remote address to be used for doing the form application um my practice srivatsava my practice date is 2014 january 2020 of course it's we can do it instead of uh if i refile eb2 instead of refile will uh, will i not be pushed back in the line of for it behind people who are already there you may be right but the only problem is the texas service center and nebraska service center are dead they are not moving anything so when we file the application this is going to the national benefit center so that's the reason why people are 
people are going towards refile. I'm not telling you to refile, though. I'm just telling why people are doing it, though. Uh, <coughs> uh, does interfiling EB3 to EB resets the original EB3 for it for notice? No, it does not. It should not. My wife's H4 is expiring. This is Madhu. My wife's H4 is expiring, expiring in July 2023. I got a new job offer, but they are not ready to sponsor GC until one year after my start date. Can I apply for my H4, wife's H4 EAD after July 2000 without the I-140 approval of the new company? Absolutely, you can do it. No problem, Madhu. You can use that. I'm assuming that your old I-9, uh, old I-140 has been approved for more than six months and not been withdrawn. In that's the case, you don't have any problem whatsoever at all. Yes, you need to refrain uh, to keep on sending a couple of more. Uh, this 8244, you're right. They're, they're going to transfer all the applications from Texas and uh, Nebraska to the National Benefit Center. That's a very good news we got it today. But we don't know how the process is going to work. The more pressure that you guys are keeping it, the USCIS is trying to act, but they're acting crazy though. Uh, that's the only thing that we look into. I, I can't believe that. I mean, they should have fired the Texas Service Center directly. That would have cleared up all the problems there. Some people who are inefficient, they should get re resign themselves though. Uh, but anyway, we'll discuss more about it uh, in tomorrow's YouTube. You guys can watch it. Gayatri, uh, can you can you mute the person though? Thank you. Uh, my H1B extension got stamping in India. DS confirmation page mentioned to submit evidence of approved I want I want twenty nine. So do employer got I want twenty nine and approved stamping in it? Uh, I don't know exactly what you mean by evidence of approved I-129. Well, practically, they are telling you the H-1B approval. Um, maybe you didn't uh, enclose the H-1B approval or the receipt notice. I don't know. But practically, I-129 approval is only H-1B approval, I-797. I don't know how to expedite the Texas driving license SR. If you know, let me know because I am puzzled with how they work. Uh, Shekhar, when you find the Freedom of Information on the I-140, though, it will tell on the first page of the I-140 form when it's been approved. And if it doesn't say it's been withdrawn, it's not been withdrawn. Uh, there is no premium processing for EAD and GC. There's a lot of confusion about it. It's only for OPT EAD, and that too is not active right now. Yes, that's right. USCIS is going to transfer all the applications from Texas Service Center and Nebraska Service Center to National Benefit Center, which is a good thing, but we don't know how that's going to work. Um, Arjun, I don't have a clear suggestion with regards to the interfiling or refiling. I want you to watch the video. If you still cannot make it, um, uh, if you still cannot make it after that though, give it toss to your wife and let her pick it and she turns out to be correct, I should get the credit. Uh, 
and if she turns out to be wrong, we both will blame her and if needed, shoot her. Now I'm just joking about that last part. Um, my H1 is expiring in September 2000. Can I go to Dropbox in July? Is there any risk of validity? It's only um, three. Technically, you can go there for two months, though. But the problem with these consulates is that they will issue a, they will put a query on it for two months, and then they will say, "Hey, you don't need this approval because it's already September. You don't need it." So definitely, I would not recommend that you go in two months. You can do one thing if your H one is expiring in September two thousand twenty-two. You can find the H-1B extension. It will be extended until 2025. And you can go in July itself and they will give it all the way to September 2025. That's a better way of approach though. Since you're going in July, you have time to do premium processing right now. Oh, that's going to be a much better situation. Then. I have a valid visa through my previous employer, joined a new employer, but visa is not stamped yet in the new employer. I have the I-797. Can I? return with uh, with a previous employer stamped visa. I'm assuming, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Shaikh, um, I'm assuming that your, uh, your previous passport stamping is still valid. That means it did not expire by the time you're coming back into this country. You can absolutely travel, but make sure when you come back, show them the H-1B approval of the new company and make sure you get the I-94 until the new company. And as soon as you enter into this country, please check your I-94 immediately though. Don't check six months, one year down the line, you will be in trouble. If there is any fault, there are ways to clear it. You can contact your lawyer, you can contact us, there are ways to clear it. But 99% of the time, 95% of the time, they will give it to you. Make sure you show them, I have a passport stamping with Coca-Cola, but I am actually working for Pepsi. Here is a please H-1B approval. Make sure do that thing and check the I-94. We see a lot of people into trouble because they don't look into the I-94. Yeah, well, Sri, that's, that's, that's our purpose, Sri. I mean, we have been consistently telling it that because of, uh, uh, not only that we want the final action dates to receive until September 2014, we want even more advanced, Sri, because when you look into the stats of the 485 application, if they adjudicate all those applications in this year, we still will have more applications to be filed. I mean, there's not enough applications left there. So definitely that is, uh, that is a target. Um, I would not put a target of September 2014. I would have put it September 2016 target though. These dumb guys need to work properly. Okay, thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow. Uh, at 11.30. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.